Well, hello, hello. Hello from the other side of the world. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. Too far. Too far, but not that far. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, seems redundant to ask because I know the answer. Mm. How are you, Jane? Not amazing. <laughs> yeah. Things, I don't know if any of you follow us on Twitter. Probably not because we've got we don't have very many followers. followers on Twitter. <laughs> but one of them is Rich Adam, the guy who wrote the Mothman Prophecies. So I'm going to brag about it. Yeah. Go follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah, but if you've if you've seen any of our tweets, um, you'll know that there's been a little bit of a delay in episode processing mm. uh, as our lives slightly implode. A whole lot. But, a whole lot. But you know what? It is. It it's we're alive, and that's about all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, I won't cry during this episode. I might, but that's always a risk. We'll edit it out, don't worry. Yeah. Caitlin will edit it out. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's more accurate. Um, but other other than the implosion, how are, how are you? Um, s- mentally, no. Physically, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. But, like, cyberly, internet's great. You know what? My I internet presence is all right right now. That's, I will give you that. How? It's very true. How is your, um, your hair? <laughs> My hair is actually fabulous right yeah, now. Yeah, it looks great. And I'm mad about it mm-hmm. because I've gone out the last two days and it has not looked like this. I thought it looked And nice. now it is... It looked okay. Yeah. But it's now 11 p.m. on a Monday. And my hair is like, oh, you want to look ready? Yeah. And here I am. Well, excuse me. Your eyebrows, eyebrow, eyebrows look great, too. <laughs> <laughs> my mom said flagrants the other day. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And she just kept like saying, the, saying the the sentence and i was like no no can we um go back? <laughs> i was talking to a very drunk connor yesterday mm. and i'm sure he's gonna be thrilled about um I mean, you guys wouldn't no. know him he's not been on the show no. um just we're just friends oh okay. so yeah um <laughs> history would say they were just friends exactly yeah there's no history there i don't know what you're talking about i don't even like that guy me neither. He's just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was trying to tell me a story about his day. Mm-hmm. And pff, nope, did not come out properly at all. But he was drunk, so he just kept going. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, babe, go back. Retell that. What happened? <laughs> you want to try that one more time? I am still confused and then he messed... what happened. <laughs> yeah, then he messed it up again. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll give it to him. Um, and I feel like that's um, that's a metaphor for life mm. these days. It keeps getting messed up, but you just got to keep going. Yeah. What have I always told you, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> if you can't laugh at yourself, 
you might as well kill yourself. And you know what? Ha 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 Cheers to that. Gotta just oh yeah. Clink. And I'm Jane, and this is Creeps and Coffee, a show where we talk about the dark parts of the world around us. Cryptids, conspiracies, things that go bump in the night, and the crimes behind the scariest creatures of all, humans. Join us as we take a look at the stories sure to give you the creeps. Pull up a seat, grab a coffee, and let's have a chat. Are you making that sound? I have alcohol in my drink. That was just a general sigh of sadness. <laughs> just... It is the same sound, same sound I make when I taste the whiskey in my drink. That was just my. I'm here. Right now. <sighs> well, I feel like. I'm, like, weirdly excited for this episode yeah. because not only do we get to talk about spooky things again, yes. and you all know how much I adore that, but we also get to talk a little bit about us mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't give um, the person who's stalking me information that they don't already have. I was just thinking that. But, but I still get to share, we still get to share personal experiences, mm-hmm. we get to grow closer with you guys also i saw you cut out our 12 minute rant about that specific person Uh, in the last episode i did because you called her a murderer (laughs) i I was like it's missing something (laughs) you literally went because i was like you're a bitch and you went you're a cunt i said you're an asshole and you went and a murderer well you're not I don't know why I said that. And then six minutes of the 12 minutes was us fucking laughing about you calling her a murderer. <laughs> I hope you so... saved that somewhere, though. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, we're going to talk about some personal experiences with paranormal today. I will say um, some of these aren't technically... Like, me, myself, some of them are mm. accounts from, like, my mom and dad. But we're yeah. talking about hauntings, and I'm going to take mm-hmm. their stories. You can always have a, like, take it with a grain of salt. Um, mm. But they don't believe in ghosts. They aren't religious or into the paranormal. So the fact that they were telling these these things um, kind of made me believe it. Because they're and non-believers. It's, it's- it's a big deal, too, when it's in the household, like, your family home. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, no, I... <laughs> I have to sleep that. here at night and... Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine are all my own, yeah. unfortunately. Mm. Some nicer than others. Yeah. But, but, yeah, to preface, we would love for you to be able to share your own experiences. We'd love to do an episode on, like, I was going to say viewer. We'd love to do an episode on listener experiences. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have any that you want to send in, please do. Yeah. But until then, 
you get to listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> and on that case, How exciting. would you like to start off our haunted tour? I would love to. And this tour starts uh, in 2010. Wow. Yep. I was 11 years old. So picture mm, it. No thanks. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, very tiny theater kid. Little glasses. Very short bob haircut. A cardigan. And so many cardigans. That hasn't changed. Little Again, jorts. hasn't changed. Ooh. Mm, yeah, the jorts. Well, no. So think just me now. Smaller glasses, shorter. <laughs> Actually, not even shorter. Very gangly. Anyway, weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> Picture that. So, like I said, I was a bit of a theater nerd. And I happened to be in the midst of a production of Oliver Twist that I was doing um, with the city. I have no recollection of this story. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> so, unfortunately, at this time, my grandma my sweet little well my little grandma t rough lady but my favorite person was battling cancer mm. and things were not great mm -hmm. i will put it lightly yeah um it was her second or third bout of it and we knew that like it's not gonna not gonna go very well my mom had come back to Calgary to say her goodbyes and like everything was sorted but I was like okay I know what's happening I can handle this um the narrator says mm, she in fact could not handle it <laughs> it's true <laughs> um <laughs> 12 years later the narrator says she's still reeling from mm -hmm. it um so on closing night of Oliver, I, so here's the thing. <clears throat> I had a dance solo <laughs> as one of the orphans. <laughs> Don't, why are you laughing? It's just an interesting sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so it was my job. It was me and one other girl that did like back-to-back -back solos where we would go and steal handkerchiefs because all of... All of Fagin's crew were like little thieves, right? Mm -hmm. For those of you unfamiliar with Charles Dickens's Oliver Twist. Including James. There you go. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, pause. Going back, <laughs> the show is about a child who is an orphan. Boring. Move on. <laughs> <sighs> this is what I've dealt with for 16 years. You know the, please, sir, can I have some more? I do. Oliver. Okay. So that. Um, so I'm playing one of these little, like, orphan friends. Side character. I guess. 100%. <laughs> I was never, never good enough to be a main character oh. until 12th grade. Oh. That's beside the point. Um, that's not true. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... On, on closing... Shut up! <laughs> on closing night of Oliver, 
I remember going up for my dance solo and looking out and seeing this woman in the front row. So the auditorium, not huge, but it was like the biggest auditorium, like the biggest stage that we had where I grew up. Um, and first of all, the theater was haunted. I could do a whole other episode on That's that true. place. But I was like, I looked out and I remember seeing this woman who looked so much like my grandma T and I was like, Oh, that's sweet. Hmm. And it, it like triggered something in me to be like, Oh, it in fact was I not should... sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I should ask dad when he comes to pick me up. Like I should check in on how she's doing because we haven't like, didn't really get updates the last couple days. I'll check in. Right, right. End of the show comes. I'm, we're doing like the stage bows and everything. I look out. And I see the woman is still there. She's clapping with everybody. We got a standing ovation. No big deals. Whatever. I look away for a second. Turn back. And the woman is gone. And I was like, oh, she's probably trying to beat traffic. Mm. Whatever. Think nothing of it. An hour later, I get in the car. My dad's being weird. Mm. And this is the thing about my dad. The man thinks he can hide things really well. Mm -mm. He has never once kept a secret from me. <laughs> Not once. So I go, he asked me about the show, whatever. And I was like, um, I forgot to mention. Are there any updates on Grandma T? Like, how's she doing? And he looked at me and like gave me this I don't even know how to describe it just this look of like oh no oh. <laughs> and I he didn't like he didn't even have to say it I knew mm -hmm. obviously all of the emotions came out broke down in the car all that fun stuff that happens when your grandma dies yeah. um, but I didn't think anything of it mm -hmm. like of that situation for years until i was talking to my cousin amanda and amanda was saying that on the day that grandma t died she saw this woman in the grocery store and she was like she looked so much like grandma t it was wild oh and i was like what do you mean she was like i i just immediately was like oh looks like grandma t i should ask how grandma t's doing so same thing she left she called my uncle bob her dad she was like how's grandma t doing and my uncle bob was like mm, here's what's happened so amanda and i had this like spider-man moment yeah of like you uh. did you i uh, oh. so that's how we figured out that our grandma was doing and a couple other cousins had similar experiences on the day that she died. Like, I've got a billion cousins, so I won't go through. I'm kind of offended all of them. that my grandparents didn't do that then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So my one of my first ghostly experiences, I didn't even realize was a ghostly experience until maybe not even ghostly, but just like spiritual yeah. experience. I didn't even realize until years later when I was like, oh, she was, she was coming to say goodbye. Yeah. And I've since had, I have a very dear friend named Jim who is a medium mm -hmm. 
love that man so much. And my first session with Jim, he was like, you know, your grandma's with you like all the time. Yeah, she is. And I was, and I was like, oh, which one? Because uh, all my grandparents are dead. Yep. Uh, he was like, well, I'm getting the sense that your paternal grandmother is here, but your mom's mom, like, will not stop talking. <laughs> Pushed her way to the front, and I was like, yeah, that's Grandma T. Yeah, yeah. that'll not do it. So that's that's where I ended up. Mm-hmm. And now I, weirdly, and I just talk to my grandma T all the time because I'm like, she's here. Well, shall <laughs> I talk about when I talk to grandma T? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's not just me, guys. Yeah. Well. Also, preface, preface with the fact, we've said this a million times, Jamie and I have been friends since we were seven, eight years mm-hmm. old. Like, our families have molded into one. Yeah. Sometimes so. it's a good thing. <laughs> um, and I will preface this by saying I will not say I'm like a 100% believer in ghosts and stuff. Um, Can't relate. Like, I I trust your experiences that you, you're going to tell tonight. And I'm not going to discredit them or anything. But I have not had enough experience myself, despite everything I'm going to say today. Because I can explain it all away. Um, otherwise I would not have a crippling fear of death, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just know that I'm questioning this as much as you are. Um, but in the moment it's like, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's been like a couple times where we've just, we've been in the apartment and we're like, hey, yo, grandma T. Like we we hear like a noise like something in the kitchen falls, and we're like Grandma T, like relax, cause the cats are next to us, and like stuff like that. Um, but there's one specific time. Was I home alone? I think I was home alone. I texted you. You were. I was at work. And I remember yeah. hearing a noise or something, and being like, "Oh, haha, that's weird." And then I noticed the cats were both staring in one direction. Nowhere in particular, like... (laughs) One direction. Like, nothing on the wall or anything that would catch their interest. And I was like, cool. (laughs) Maybe it's Grandma T. Joking. (laughs) And I was like, hey, Grandma T. (laughs) And then both cats proceeded to turn their heads and look as if someone had sat down next to me. They looked at the couch cushion next to me. And then, like, looked up as if they were looking at someone sitting down. Like, making eye contact. And that's about two inches from my body. So I was like, oh, hi, hi, Grandma T. Um, feel free to stay here as long as you want. I didn't actually know you were here. Um, uh, have a good night. I'm just doing some work. Um, okay. And the cats kept staring at her for a while, and then they kind of stopped and walked away, and I was like... (sighs) Yeah, and then I got a text. I'm at work. I'm serving customers. (laughs) I'm dealing with drunk people. I look down at my watch, because I get a text, and it's just like, your fucking grandma's here. And I was like, what? (laughs) I'm like, talking... No context, just talking to your grandma. I'm talking to my coworkers, and I'm like, Jamie just texted me. That my grandma's there. 
My grandma's dead. I guess that would be a little weird coming yeah. out of nowhere. I was like, um, okay. But. Well, that's all I got for But Grandma see, this is, this is the last thing I'll say about Grandma T. Well, it's probably not because I love that woman. She, she was such a lady. Like, what a, what a gal. Um, and I think I wasn't super young when she passed. Like I was, I was five when my grandfather passed away. So I didn't have a super close relationship with him, but I was mm. 11 when grandma T passed away. And I have like, she used to live with us. Um, we used to have so many, like I have so, so many sweet memories with my grandma T, but obviously you miss out on a lot growing up like she didn't get to see my graduation she didn't get to see me like go to university mm -hmm. do all these things um but I find it very comforting knowing that she's just kind of like hanging out whether she's there mm -hmm. all the time or whether it's just like popping in every once in a while like that's very comforting to me and weirdly enough you're not the only friend that's like had an experience like that like Davin Ooh. has dreamt like my another one of our good friends has had dreams where she's called me and been like, Grandma T said hi. Like, oh. Davin never met Grandma T. So, oh. like, it's a very strong connection. And that's just, it's very comforting to me. So, I mm. always love talking about my Grandma T and all that fun stuff. I always tell Kate if she dies first that she needs to haunt me so that I know that... <laughs> There's something afterwards. And I, I told Jamie that if I die first, I'm going to haunt her just to piss her off. I'm just going to break shit all the time. I mean, I'll be mad, but I'll be I'm relieved. Like, oh, Caitlin, again? I might just join you if I find out there's <laughs> something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um. See, I'm going to have to choose between haunting you and Connor. Because I told him that he's not allowed to marry anybody else i'll be living in his treehouse so that's true it's yeah in the okay same area. two for one yeah two birds with one stone yeah <laughs> one gravestone Ooh, um <laughs> so caitlin's next story <laughs> <laughs> um so with this next story uh has to do with my other grandma <laughs> who's dead who is also dead yes r.i.p um so my grandma mary very sweet little lady. She had uh, 10 kids. Yikes. Don't know how she did it. She took care of the farm. Like, she did it all. She was a teacher. She, <laughs> she taught herself to drive. When computers became a thing, she made my uncle give her computing lessons so she could keep current with the times. The woman was on trampolines and skiing until she was 85. Whoa. Like, I have a very vivid memory of my grandma Mary when I was, like, maybe six, jumping on the trampoline with me. Oh, my God. And I remember at the time looking at my dad and being like, she's going to hurt herself. She's an old woman. She was like, nope. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> yeah, she, and she was. Um, so just, she's always been very full of life. So yeah. the entire family knew that when she passed away... If anybody was going to still have a strong connection to the world, it was going to be her. Like, Aww. 
very strong-willed lady. Um, so my mom, my brother, my sister-in-law, and I were taking a road trip to Prince Edward Island, which for our non-Canadian listeners is a very small province, the teeniest, tiniest little spot on the Canadian map. Yeah. Um, but also where all of my dad's family is. <laughs> <laughs> we are 90% of PEI. Uh, so when my sister-in-law came to visit, it was like her first visit back east. Uh, so my brother wanted to show her all over. And obviously that's that's a big part of it. So we decided we take them on a little road trip. So we're on this little road trip. We're coming up a hill in rural PEI. PEI is pretty rural in and of itself. But imagine nothing but farms and hay bales Red for dirt. miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like there's nothing. There's We pass maybe five houses in 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's just farmland. Um, so we're coming up this hill, and we're all talking. You'd be running doing up our that thing. hill. We really did. really were. And at the top of this hill, there's a woman, like, a, clearly a little old lady, wearing this, like, like old people's sun hat. <laughs> and you can see she's got gray hair. She's wearing a very specific outfit that was very much the style for little old ladies in PEI. Mm-hmm. Just like, that was it. And she's just doing a little walk. And my grandma Mary had Parkinson's. Okay. Um, so, she, like, she held her hands in a specific way when she walked so that people couldn't see her shaking. Mm. Um, and obviously walking got harder as she got older. So she walked in a very specific way. So as we're getting closer to this woman, I see her walking in this very specific way. And I was like, oh, it looks like Grandma Mary. See that she's got this distinct little walk. And obviously my mind starts thinking, Grandma Mary. But again, I was like, it's PEI. There's a lot of little old farm ladies roaming around. Kind of weird that she would be out on this hill where there's no houses nearby but you know maybe she's doing her exercise so as we get further up this hill i notice that she stops walking and i start to see more of her features she's got the same hat that my grandma would wear same outfit that my grandma would wear she's got her nails painted the same way that my grandma always had to have them painted And she's got this wig on. Now, Grandma Mary, she's going to smite me if she hears me talking about this, especially broadcasting it to the internet. But she wore a wig Mm -hmm. and would not let anyone know that it was a wig. Don't look behind your back like Um, she's going to get you. (laughs) No, there was a a fruit fly. Oh, okay. Um... But (laughs) I love my grandma so much. When she got older, B 
because it was harder for her to use her hands, sometimes when she would put the wig on, it would be a little, little off. You know what I mean? Like not quite centered, maybe fallen off a little bit, sometimes backward, you know, it happens. Um, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure she caught it on fire once. Oh my God. But, so I, I see that this woman, her wig is like slightly askew under this hat. And I was like, oh my God. And when I tell you, like with the grandma tea thing, I was like, oh, it made me think of grandma tea and it was like a peaceful feeling. I cannot describe the feeling I got when we drove past this woman and it was like she looked through every inch of me. Mm -hmm. She stopped walking by the time we got to the top of the hill and was facing the car. And as we drove by, my mom slowed down a little bit because she was like, is this woman, like, is this an old woman that is lost? (laughs) Like, should we stop and help? And it she like I just felt cold it was like every hair on my body stood up and it was like I made direct eye contact and I was like oh my god and there was not a not a second of doubt in my mind I was like that's my grandma Mm -hmm. it's like it's her and what it took me like five ten seconds to sort of shake the feeling after we had driven by And I looked back in the rearview mirror and there was nobody there. So I'm sitting there. My brother and sister-in-law have paid no attention to this the entire time. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm insane. Like I'm, I'm going nuts. I'm trying to convince myself like, oh, this woman may be (laughs) as awful as it is. I was like, maybe she fell in a ditch. Like, (laughs) Like trying to explain it away. Mm-hmm. But it's maybe maybe half an hour later, we pulled off at this gas station, and my brother and sister-in-law got out to use the bathroom, and my mom and I are just sitting there, and my mom is, like, fidgety. And she looks at me, and she goes, did you, did you notice that woman when we were driving earlier? And I just looked at her, and I went, you mean Grandma Mary? And she went, oh my god, you felt it too? Ooh. And we just, like, we didn't even say anything. We were just like, yeah. That's... So later on, in years after, my mom and I have talked about it. And my mom said, like, she felt like the woman looked right at her. And she was like, that's my mother-in-law. Like, that is Mary. But didn't want to say anything because my brother and sister... This is the first time my sister-in-law has really spent time with our part of the family. We didn't want to be like, did you see my dead grandma back there? (laughs) That ghost is crazy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, it's always been a running joke between my mom and I. Like, Grandma Mary's there. We don't know why she was there, but she was there. Why was she being creepy, but... (laughs) I was just, like, unsettled. Yeah. She could have just been like, hey, folks, and smile and wave or something. Could have been like Grandma T and just been like, hey, yeah. pop hey it yo. in. I got goosebumps retelling it. Yeah. Like, I know you've told me that story, but still the whole time my mouth was open, like, <gasps> mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. shocked Pikachu meme. <gasps> <laughs> I'm constantly no, I, in that state. <laughs> oh. I, I can attest to that. Yeah, so that was, um, weirdly enough, I don't know if it's just because we didn't have a close relationship. I've never gotten anything from my grandfather. Mm. And, like, I never met my other grandpa, so I wouldn't get any experience with him. But yeah. it's just my grandmother's. Yeah. I've had uh, really minor experiences with both of my great-grandparents who passed. Oh, actually, I have three stories. Love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell all of them. Um, so a little, a little family history for me. Mm. I have, on my mom's side, I have my grandma and my grandpa Mm -hmm. who divorced. So then I have like my step grandma. Is that Mm -hmm. a thing? Yeah. I just call her my grandma also. And then I had my great grandma and my great grandpa who I also called like Pearly and Grampy. Yeah. But you know. I still consider him my grampy, even though he's my great-grandfather. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on my dad's side, I had my grandma and my grandpa. And then he passed away, so then I had a step-grandpa. <laughs> um, yeah, and so there's eight. Um, yeah, for those of, of you who are can't... Dead. Those of you who can't see her right now, because this is a podcast. Yeah, I'm doing she's hand She's counting on her fingers. <laughs> and doing it very aggressively as she tries to figure this out. Yeah, I just had to make sure I got them all because there's quite a few of them. Um, yeah, three of them have passed away, unfortunately. One is um, passing on away. On the brink. Yeah, very soon. Let's not think about that, though. Um, and I guess I have small experiences from all of them. So the first one I'll tell, uh, I actually don't recall, but I might have told you... Um, my mom and dad, when I was in her tummy, that's when um, my grampy Bill passed away. So mm-hmm. my dad's dad. Um, so I never got to meet him. But when I was born, um, both of my parents were really exhausted because I'd been keeping them up for weeks because I was screaming all night. You Sorry, know. guys. <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> and so, like, you know, new parents they were exhausted and they were like oh like we have to go get this kid and I think it was my dad who said to my mom like oh like babe do you want to go get her or should I and my mom goes no it's fine Bill's got her and then I stopped crying and then they both looked at each other and were like Bill's got her wait why did I say that and then they went to check on me, and I was fine, and I wasn't crying anymore, and I was, like, calm, and then I went to sleep for the rest of the night, but, like, in their sleep-deprived state, my mom just, like, said it, and then I stopped Mm -hmm. crying, and so my Aunt Anna, I believe, told me that, like, four years ago, and she was like, yeah, your your grampy Bill came to visit you, and, like, helped take care of you, I was like, thanks, I hate it. Yeah, I was like, nobody told me that. Tell um, him to keep his mitts off me. <laughs> and maybe he scared me into shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I have constant anxiety. <laughs> Woo! Um, and yeah, so I don't really have, like, a major one for my great-grandfather. Um, 
But it was just kind of like, have I told the story about the wasp on here? I don't think you have. Um, it was just kind of like a feeling. At, at my grandfather's funeral, we, it wasn't even a funeral. It was like a, not like a celebration of life, mm-hmm. but just like honoring his ashes. Yeah. Because he didn't want a funeral because it was mid-COVID. Um, and like his family couldn't be there. So it was just like a couple of us. Um, so we were outside standing in the rain and I was holding up an umbrella and I had a wasp come and fly and land on my hand. And I have been stung by wasps before a whole nest of them. Um, I stepped on their nest. I just said that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, usually I freak out cause I don't like wasps. I, for some reason, was, like, completely fine this time, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know why, and I was like, oh, and it, like, hung around on my hand, and then, like, crawled up my arm a little bit, and, like, I wasn't scared of it stinging me at all, which I don't know why, and then, um, it flew away, and I'm not... I'm not superstitious. I'm not one for but science. But I am but, a little stitious. But, like, for some reason my brain was like, that was grampy. And then I was like, why did my brain say it was grampy? Like, it was just the bug who landed on my hand. But then after the funeral, my nanny was like, did you see the wasp that landed on your hand? I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, grampy had a story about wasps back when he was young. I can't remember it now, but it was probably him. And I was like... Okay. <laughs> um, and now, surprisingly, any time I'm outside for, like, probably, like, an hour or more, I usually see wasps. And most of the time, they come near me. They'll land on me. And they don't ever sting me. And I'm never, like, scared they're gonna sting me. I, which is shocking. I will also point out that you, I'm 90% sure that you were the last person to speak to him. Oh, I was. Oh, yeah. And then Pearly. Final one, oh. sorry. Oh, yes. This one, I could explain away if I really wanted to. I just realized I'm talking really loud. I was in Kate and I's apartment again, alone. I think you were working also. Again. Yep, again. <laughs> this was another another great text conversation yeah. that I got no context from. Yeah, I waited until she got home to explain it. Um, yeah, at least the first time she was like, oh no, I think Grandma T's ghost is around. This time it was just like, here you go, figure this yeah. out. So it wasn't like one major thing where I was like, Pearly's here, who's my great-grandma, because um, I'm just going to keep saying Pearly, so just to clarify, that's who that is. Um, I think like two days prior, I was working in my workplace and I smelled the perfume my grandma wore on some young Russian lady. And I was like, whoa, you smell like my great-grandma who's dead. That's crazy. Um, and then I thought nothing of what it. What a compliment. Yeah, I was like, wow. And then I was in the bathroom getting ready for bed or something a couple days later. And I was like, whoa, it smells like Pearly's perfume again. What? That's weird. And so I was like, just check something and so I pulled out my tarot cards and I was like uh pearly (laughs) hey if that's you 
can you like give me any of like the major arcana 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 mm. Just, that's like the the world justice the lovers like the emperor the the big cards the important ones mm-hmm. and i was like i'm gonna pull it at a like five and then i did and i got one and so i was like oh, well that's crazy but you know what let's deduce this that could just be a coincidence so like i shuffle them again and i was like let's do it can you give me two out of three on this turn like can we try again I flip all three cards to be Major Arcana. And all of which I can't recall now because I don't have my notebook with me to give the details. Um, but all of them were, like, significant to her. Like, like judgment, the past, and, like, a difficult future or something like that. And I was like, oh, hey, 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 Pearly, how you doing? is that really you? And so I kind of was just, he was, I was either talking to her or talking to myself for a little while. And then I was like, I'm going to play some, I'm going to play some Spotify. If you want to listen to any, you might like Lil Nas. I, I should put on some Lil Nas. And the first song that came up on shuffle was Lil Nas. And I was like, well, that's either a crazy coincidence mm-hmm. or not. And then another song, I can't remember. There was a couple different songs that like, sort of made sense one of which was named poltergeist i was like girl are you trying to tell me something (laughs) and then like one of the other songs that came on was called goodbye and then i was like oh she's gone i think she's gone now um because then i also couldn't smell the perfume anymore so i don't know i could be reading into it and i may just be crazy but it was mm. it was fun. <laughs> Stay out of my fucking apartment, Pearly. I just got a bunch of random texts mm-hmm. with n- no explanations behind them. And I was like, Jamie's going insane at home. I was like, my I'm going to come home and Jamie's just going to have like a bunch of like conspiracy <laughs> papers thrown everywhere. <laughs> Like that one meme of the guy pointing at the board. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. It was great. Luckily, though, our house never ended up being, like, there wasn't a lot of experiences other than what we joke about being grandma tea. Yeah, just a couple, like, little taps and trinks here and there, like couple unexplained noises but yeah uh that has not always been the case of everywhere that i've stayed oh yeah yeah i remember this story because it spooked me um the last story i will tell for today because i have more but this doesn't need to just be caitlin dumping all of her haunted experiences um so um In addition to all of the shit that came from my last relationship, he also lived in a haunted house. So, yeah. and when I say that, I don't mean like, oh, there were a few, like, weird noises. Like, this was a haunted house. The neighborhood that he lived in, uh, he lived with his, his best friend. 
in the neighborhood that they lived in is classic story built very close to native burial grounds Mm. um it's canada it is a well yep (laughs) (laughs) um but most houses like most people that live in that neighborhood have stories and experiences and there was just something about this house that i walked in and i was uneasy from the get-go before i knew any of it i was just like ah nah and in hindsight could have been the relationship but um so we there were a couple just like minor things of like the lights would flicker on and off Mm -hmm. and for all you skeptics out there yeah it could have been electric but electrical issues don't usually make the light switch physically go up and down that's true which i watched it do you hear the clicky clacky hear the click you see it go up like the like light switch could it have been like a mouse inside the wall i don't know how electric i don't know how that works no okay (laughs) The switch, the light switch itself is not powered by anything. (laughs) Okay. So, like, I watched this switch flick on and off multiple times. I hated sleeping over there because he would fall asleep first. Mm -mm. And I would watch the light come on in the hallway outside of our room. Stop. It would be, like, literally three o'clock in the morning. I'd hear the light. I'd peek out from under the covers and I'd see the light on. Stop. And I'd be like, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That makes me so nervous. Yeah. And I've heard this before. Join the club. So there was was that stuff. We used to hear the front door opening and closing. I watched the door move by itself many times. We heard kitchen cupboards slam often. Like, I don't know if this ghost was a chef. It was always in the kitchen. (laughs) Always slamming shit around in the We kitchen. got a kitchen poltergeist. <laughs> I know, it's scary, Bobo. Just always slamming shit around in the kitchen. And the I was Gordon like... Gordon Ramsay of ghosts. Apparently. Never made me anything. Just woke me Wait. up slamming shit around. Um, Welcome to Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we used to hear voices in his room. Like, men having conversations. I could never decipher what it was. And again, for the skeptics, I tried to chalk it up to, like, people talking outside. There was Mm -hmm. no one there. Was it muffled, like, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it sounded like men were in, like, a different room. Just on the other side of the wall. But there was nothing there on the other side of the wall. I feel like I can hear what what you mean. So that's scary. You guys ever played Diner Dash? Yeah. You know the sound of, like, customers when they enter in Diner Dash? When they would make that, like, muffled talking sound? So it sounded like there was a group coming in? That's what it sounded like. Oh! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll see if I can insert a clip, because that's the most accurate description. I can't imitate it, but I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, that. And he... Almost called him Connor. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> he refused to believe that there was anything. And I was like, okay. Is it scary? Yes. Not a big deal. 
until his best friend and his mom were like, oh, yeah, have you guys seen the shadow person? Oh. And I was like, um, the what? (laughs) That's not funny. So they had lots of stories because this was his childhood home. So they had lots of stories about seeing things when he was a kid and like seeing full bodied apparitions in the basement, which is where this best friend's room was now. Like he stayed in the basement, Uh -uh. which was, which was also how I knew like at three o'clock in the morning, I knew that if the lights came on and I heard footsteps in the hallway, it wasn't someone walking to go to the bathroom because they both stayed downstairs. Like the best friend and his mom were downstairs. So I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't that. Mm. Um, so I didn't like the basement nobody likes basements in general they're creepy things basements are freaky Mm -hmm. so I get a text from him one night he was like you know I don't say this lightly but I just saw a shadow person in so and so's room and I was like (laughs) what he was like I just saw like a full person move their leg into the closet and then the door slammed oh and i was like cool same text he goes so um what time are you coming over (laughs) no never no Um, Ah, i saw something funny after this that's spooky i got full body chills that this was two and a half three years ago i think about it all the time but just wait so i've got all this in the back of my head there's so There's many more. things. Yeah, that's not even... This is just the, the background knowledge for the oh. story. So, basement is freaky. There's something in the basement. Like, doors are slamming. Hell's Kitchen is happening upstairs. Like, at this AHS house... AHS season one. Yes. This okay. is Murder House, but with less Evan Peters. So, unfortunately. Ugh, I don't want to watch them. Neither did I! <laughs> this was maybe a month after that incident. Mm-hmm. Lots of little things have happened, whatever. We're watching TV downstairs. And I was like, okay, I need to pee. So naturally, what do you do? You go to the bathroom. Yeah. So the way that the basement was laid out is there's the stairs. You go down a hallway, take a right, go down, like, down that hallway. It's a pretty short hallway. Mm-hmm. And in that hallway, on the left side, is the bathroom. On the right side is his friend's bedroom. And then if you keep going straight down the hallway, there's, like, the living space. So it's pretty, like, open plan. And there's maybe, maybe two feet of distance between the bathroom door and the end of the hallway where you're into the living room. Mm-hmm. So TV's not on yet. Nothing, like nothing's happening there's no music playing there's nothing going on we're all just sitting there like the three of us are just sitting there talking i was like okay i'll be right back before we start a movie or whatever we were gonna do i'm just gonna go to the bathroom do my thing i can't open the door and i was like okay weird so i try the lock again it's unlocked i cannot open the door like Mm. no matter how hard i pull it's not moving like it's not budging Like, you know when a door's stuck, you can, like, hear it clicking? Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I start to feel 
really claustrophobic. And like, I, I don't care about confined spaces. I, <laughs> I prefer to be held very tightly and like, in, <laughs> in, I feel safe in enclosed spaces. Mm-hmm. I've never felt such impending doom. Okay. And I can't, so I'm pounding on the door at this point because they're two feet away. I'm like, okay, they're going to hear that I'm stuck in the bathroom. Or they're messing with you. Yeah, or they did something to the door. So I'm yeah. yelling, like, this isn't funny. Like, I'm stuck in the bathroom. If you're doing this, knock it the fuck off. Yeah. And help me get out of the bathroom. I'm pounding. I'm shaking the door. Nothing. I'm in there for maybe two minutes. Like, trying to get this shit open. I go to pull. It opens, no problem. Hmm. And I looked out, and at this point, I was pissed. Go into the family room, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And they were like, what are you talking about? Like, they're sitting in the exact same spot they were when I left. Like, I could see them as soon as I opened the door. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I was... And you're sure they didn't mess with you? Positive. I'm sitting there, and I was like, I was screaming for you guys to come open the door. Like, why would you get me stuck in there? I've never seen my ex so confused. (laughs) Except for when I called him on his own bullshit. Um, (laughs) But they just kind of looked at each other and the friend got up and like ran to the bathroom door and was like, did it get stuck? Like what? And he opened it and closed it a bunch of times. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, did you not hear me? So at this point, I'm starting to get even more scared. Yeah. And they were like, no, we heard someone walk. Like, we thought you left the bathroom and went upstairs. Like, we heard someone walking by the bathroom. <gasps> oh. And I was like. I just got chills. I was like, I- I'm going home. I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Something locked you in the bathroom mm-hmm. and then scooted away. Mm-hmm. I still, to this day, don't understand how they couldn't have even heard me a little bit i don't understand yeah and like that feeling of like there's something there it's like yeah it was horrendous i feel like i feel that when you talk about this yeah i feel so yucky right now horrendous and that's why every time i go to the bathroom now i go jamie i'm peeing with the door open is that why you pee with the door open? I thought you just had no boundaries. I mean, that's like a lot of it. But yeah, I hate bathrooms. That's crazy. I mean, to be fair, I don't like bathrooms. I've always either. had a thing about bathrooms. Let's see, this is the thing. I think it was like, no, she's always had a thing about bathrooms. If I'm going to scare mm. her, I'm going to scare her here when she's by herself and vulnerable. Yeah. I. I don't really have any specific experience on why bathrooms scare me. I, I just know that, like, I can't, like, if I'm going to the bathroom at night, even with the light on, I don't want to look in the mirror. See, for me... <laughs> no matter what house yeah. I'm in, I don't want to look in the mirror with light on, light off. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Shower curtain needs to be open. Mm-hmm. See... Because I think somebody's standing there. My... My my dad discovered that about me recently because I went back to visit my parents and I went to the bathroom upstairs mm-hmm. and I had to open the curtain so I could use the bathroom. 
And my yeah. dad went to go grab something out of the bathroom. He was like, why do you open? And have you never seen a scary like, movie? Why do you? No, he hasn't. He's like, why do you open oh. my fucking shower curtain every time? And my mom went, because she's afraid someone's behind it, Paul. <laughs> and yeah. the look he gave me was like, what? What did I do wrong? Yeah. But I know exactly why I'm scared of the bathroom. Because I got bullied and I went to Catholic school. So I got pushed in the bathroom one day. They turned the lights out and started yelling Bloody Mary while I was alone. Bloody Mary, yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm scared of bathrooms. I did do the the Bloody Mary ritual at one point. Sorry. Well, to be fair, that probably adds to like my nervousness around it because I'm always afraid like, now she's going to surprise me and be like, remember when you were nine and you did this? <laughs> Boom. I'm here now. I remember you trying to do it with me in the bathroom. And that was one of the biggest fights we've ever gotten into. Yeah, I'm sorry. We were like <laughs> nine. And you were laughing. And I was like, no. Listen, I laughed when I'm nervous. We know that now. <laughs> yeah, now. But when I was nine, I was like, she's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I'm still yeah. here, so... Well, should I talk about my family's haunted house? Please do. Oh, just also, yeah. That relationship didn't last, mm -hmm. clearly. Um, but that was, um, there were lots of shitty things to come out of it. That yeah. was probably one of the top five. <laughs> Including, but not limited to, <laughs> this experience. Mm-hmm. Um... Tell me, tell me about your house experience. So yeah, I think I've mentioned before, my parents got a, a really old house, like, I think three years ago at this point, maybe? Um, I, I so. believe it's now 123 years old. That makes me want to um, vomit. Yeah, so, old. Lots of spookies, right? Mm. My parents continue to tell me they're good spirits, and they're fine. No bad vibes. I don't really... I don't no. know if I agree. <laughs> As someone who, when I'm here, I sleep in the basement, I would like to disagree. Because... It's basements, man. Unrelated to any ghost experiences that I will explain from them, when I leave my basement room, I have to pass two dark rooms and a dark staircase to get to my bathroom and every time oh god i don't like talking about it i like have to run by because there's no light switch for me to turn on between my bedroom and the bathroom so i'm running through the darkness with dark rooms sorry there was a noise and nope. it scared me next to me in the pitch black because we're also in the middle of nowhere so there's no lights around and oh it's just awful it's just a nasty feeling. And there was one time where I was stupid. I peed with the door open. Because yeah. I was like, it'll be faster and I can get out faster. Um, There's also a mirror <laughs> on the inside no. of my door. And with me peeing with the door open, it gave me a direct view into the dark living room. Where my brain decided to have me envisioning something crawling from the darkness towards me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh no. <laughs> That'll do yeah. it. Um, but let's get to the actual stuff that has happened. Um, I'm, so something... I hate it yeah. already. 
I'll give you guys, Caitlin, for you, I will give you guys some history, and then I'll give, like, my <gasps> accounts, my dad's accounts, my mom's accounts kind of stuff. Um, a lot of people have lived here before us, um, and I don't know if this was their doing or this was just nature, but we also have a large plot of land, including some woods and forested area. There's a bog, like, lots of space. Cemetery. Oh, we'll get to that. Um... <laughs> But I was walking with my dog one day in, like, I'd say, like, the first few weeks of us living there. Um, I haven't lived here this whole time. I've been, like, in and out visiting for, like, the past couple of years. Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Um, but my dog and I were walking. And we walked into this, like, semi-clearing that was, like, out of the Blair Witch Project. Like, it had this weird structure of, like, gangly trees that formed, like, a triangle, but it also looked like it had a doorway. No. No. And, like, it looked like a coven of witches could be, like, could stand around and do something in there. And that just made my imagination run wild, because I was like, I'm alone in the woods, Like, they find stuff out there all the time because my parents love to explore and do nature things. My mom finds old, like, tin (laughs) cans out there, like, old different, like, glass bottles and stuff. And it's like, who's to say it wasn't a a gaggle of witches, a coven of witches? What it makes me think of, I've never seen it, thank fuck. Mm -hmm. Um... There was, I don't know if you guys remember this whole COVID thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie's family, very graciously, thank you, Tammy and Dave, offered to let me come stay with them because mm-hmm. Jamie and I were evacuating Europe together. It's true. Um, I said no mm-hmm. because everything Jamie has ever described to me about this makes me think of Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And, and I, I have not seen that, but I do know the premise. I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they find lots of stuff on the property as well. Like my dad found, um, cause he's a tractor and stuff. So he likes to like dig up land and I don't know, do outside stuff. I don't like the outside. <laughs> Excuse me, I burped. Um, he dug up an old toilet and an old bathtub, like the four clawed bathtub and so we were thinking there was, like, a house on a different part of the property that had nah. been, nah. for some reason, buried underground. Nope. nope. Like, did it nope. burn down and they just buried all the stuff in it? Nope, nope, nope. Um, nope, nope, nope. There nope. was also, like, old nails and, like, screws, like, really old. Like, you can see someone had, like, blacksmith made them. Like, that kind of old. This is... A side note, but I remember telling Connor about this, Mm -hmm. and for context, like, my boyfriend is British. Mm. Everything they have is a billion times older than everything we have. I remember telling him about how creepy it was because the farmhouse was, like, a hundred and something years old, and Mm -hmm. he just went, oh, that's cute. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) listen, it's a lot for Canada. (laughs) Exactly. So, for those of you around the world going, that's not even that old. My yes, house is, is a thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> Canada is still a baby. Yeah. Okay? This is older than we would like. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, they also found, like, old, like, full glass bottles and, like, horseshoes and stuff. Um, my dad has found horse medicine, like, preserved bottle, and they were like, what does this name mean? And they looked it up, and it was horse medicine. Um, so just, like, a lot of... Was it ketamine? No, unfortunately. Oh. Um, and apparently, I didn't recall this, but I have it written here. They found a birth certificate of a previous owner's mom. Where was that? But they can't find your birth certificate. Yeah, that's a different story. I may have been born on the wrong day. Um, (laughs) I'll keep you guys updated, though. Um, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Anyway, and then another time I was visiting, my dad called my mom and I out, and he was like, what's this? Look what I dug up. It was a tombstone. Um, buried in the property. Uh, I think its name was Alan. Something Alan. Um, and I was like, ha, no. Like, what do we do with this? And he was like, let me just bury it again. Yeah, you put it back. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but are we gonna skip past the part that there's a dead body somewhere around here? (laughs) Um, because what do you usually put a tombstone on top of? And then we never spoke you know, about just, it again. Just some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but also, when my parents were renovating the bathroom, because it was really old, um, they took out the bathtub to replace it, and they found an old comb and hair clip, like a fancy metal no. hair clip, underneath the bathtub. One, how did it get there? Um, and two, they were like, mm, we're going to leave it. We're not going to touch it. And then they put the bathtub on top of it, the new one. Good. I don't like that, though. Why did they throw it out? Or not throw it out, donate it. No. Leave it. No. That No, because you're the reason. This is why I get mad at you <laughs> when stuff like this is brought up. Because you're going to bring home some haunted shit one day. If you find stuff like that, you leave it where it is. You do not move it. You don't donate it. You don't try to preserve it. You leave it the fuck alone. I guess so. No. No. This is... Look at me. You and me right now. Forget this podcast. Leave it alone. Okay. I will try my best. No. (laughs) Um, yeah. Now on to my experiences, which I can explain away. But I tried really hard to explain it away because I'm currently here now and I don't really want to be scared. Um, So I already mentioned the uh, surprise stone from, I think, the fairies um, in an episode at some point, right? You have. Yeah. So. Quick refresher. Yeah. So I came home one time because I, I don't fully live here all the time. I came home for a visit. And I have this, like, meditation mindfulness corner in my room where I've got, like, my incense and, like, a bunch of crystals and, like, a little water fountain. And I have it all laid out because I like me my crystals. And I noticed, like, a a different one, not one that was bought in a store because, like, those are all polished and, like, smooth and stuff. This one was, like, a jagged rock that had, like, come from the ground. And I was like, ooh, my mom or dad has found this rock for me. Um, 
and put it here for me. So thoughtful. So I go up and I'm like, thanks for the rock, mom. And she was like, I did not give you a rock. Why would I put a rock in your room? And I was like, I don't know. And my dad had not done it either. So I certainly didn't do it. I wasn't here. So fairies, I guess. Um, and yeah, that's my only explanation. Um, update from today. Two of my blue stones are missing. I had, uh, an aquamarine and I think a blue quartz, which I know I don't think it's a real crystal, but it was still there and it was pretty, pretty, it was pretty and now they're gone. And so I talked to my mom again and I was like, did you take it or let someone take it? And she was like, no, and no, no one will steal your rocks. I was like, well, then the fairies took them because I did not take them with me. Um, and then another thing, which I Snapchatted you about earlier, I think, um, I found another rock. This one was black and sparkly. Um, not sparkly, it was shiny. And I was like, this is a cool rock. And then I brought it to my mom. <laughs> I was like, did you? My find was this cool rock. And I was like, did you put this there? And she went, no. It looks familiar, but I didn't do that. And my dad didn't do that. And I was like, well, I've been gone for eight months, so it wasn't me. And it wasn't there when I left. Um, And then I proceeded to go to hand it to her and then drop it. And it smashed. And then I was like, well, never mind. The fairies were probably angry with me. (laughs) For, like, not being thankful for it. Oopsies. And yeah, there's just been a couple things where, like, things will go missing and I have never found them again. That has happened even with the subway card at at your current place. Okay, yeah. And then another thing that happened, literally the night that we moved in and, like, I had slept here, I heard a tapping on my window. It was just a quick, like, and immediately I was like, no. But I explained it away by being like, it's a rat tail. A rat ran into my window or something. Or it was a bug. Um, Just to make myself feel better. I don't know, though. I genuinely can't tell. Um, I've also had, I think it was a couple days later. It was within the same time period. Um, Someone touched my foot. I was sleeping and I had plans in the morning that my mother wanted me to attend, um, but I was sleeping in until the last possible moment uh, so that I could sleep because I'd stay up really late. (laughs) So it was like, it was like eight and my thing to like, I had to leave at nine, but I wasn't doing anything. So I was like, I'll get up at 830. I can eat and go. Um, And I feel like I like it was either 8 or 8.15, I had my foot sticking out, which, don't do that anymore, um, and I sleep with an eye mask on, so foot sticking out, the rest of my body covered with my little eye mask on, sleeping away, and I feel, again, like a, and like, on my big toe, and it was so vivid, and like, I felt someone touch my foot. I thought it was my mother. So I kicked my foot and said, no, I'm sleeping. Like, not yet. I'll get up later. And then if it was my mother, she would have smacked my head and said, get up. And then when she didn't, 
I was like, huh? So I lifted up the eye mask. My bedroom door is shut. And I'm in here alone. And I was like, hello? So then I yell to my mother. No response. I go outside. I yell up the stairs. No response. Go upstairs. She's she's not on that level. She's up in her bathroom getting ready. And I was like, did you just come in my room and touch me? And she was like, no, I thought you were already awake and getting ready. I was like, no. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, well, it was probably just a rat or something. It wasn't. I'm like, it could have been, but I distinctively felt like the tap, tap, tap. Um, and it felt like skin, like touching my, touching my toe. Um, and I think it was genuinely one of the old people who used to live here who was like, girl, you're going to be late. Get up. And they were like mad at me for sleeping in. I, I don't know though. So could have been a rat. That's why I explained it away. Um, and then there was another time this has happened frequently, um, to me no matter where I am in the house, there's three levels, by the way, basement, middle, and, like, upper floor, um, the stairs are squeaky and carpeted on both, so you hear, like, the thunk, 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 excuse me, when people are coming up and down the stairs, um, and there have been multiple times where it sounds like somebody is coming up or down the stairs, um, and, like, I turn to look, and I'm, like, waiting, And that's when it's scary because I literally, I was in the shower and I thought someone was coming up the stairs and I was like, oh, maybe like my uncle came in and is looking for my dad. I peek the door out or I peek out the door. Nobody's there. Nobody has come in. Nobody's car is in the yard. And that part's freaky. And there was one time it sounded, this might freak you out. It sounded as if someone was running down the stairs I didn't like it, but I literally was like, oh, it's Fergie. She must need to go out to pee. I turn my head three inches. Fergie's laying next to me. She's been there the whole time. And so then I was like, what in baby Jesus was that? And I was like, mom, dad, hello? Nobody was home. Um. So the only thing that my dad could recall, although he has had multiple experiences, was that he heard somebody yell his name in his sleep. Like, he was in that, like, he'd already woken up for the day, but he was lounging in bed kind of thing, and he heard, like, David in his ear, and he shot up in bed, and it sounded like a male voice. And so he was like, who is yelling at me right now? And he jumped up, and he was like, I'm not fully asleep, so it wasn't, like, a nightmare. And my mom was asleep in the other room. He checked with her. It wasn't her. The most recent one is, like, the least scary, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, she said that she had a distinct smell of someone baking cupcakes. And nobody was baking That's cupcakes. That's weird that you say that, because I, while you've been talking, I've been looking up mug cake recipes. Stop. So. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. And she's also had an experience where when they first moved in she was taking a shower and she was thinking about changing the lights like in the bathroom so like next to the shower there's like a there was like strip lights I think Mm -hmm. like four like round bulbs 
and she was thinking about how like they're super old and kind of like dingy looking and she was thinking about replacing them um and she said like in her mind like oh if there are any ghosts here who don't want me to change the light bulb like make yourself known which she thought in her brain and then uh one of the lights proceeded to fall out of its socket nah nope yeah nope and so she like opened the curtain and she was like what was that sound and the lights just like dangling there by a wire and she was like haha uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. No. No. Um, so, that was pretty confirming for her. <laughs> but, um... I don't like that. Nah, because, what, can ghosts read your brain thoughts? Like... Apparently. Well, that's not good for me. I think a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> um... And a lot of them are not nice. Like, if I think there's a ghost around... My brain is saying a lot of swear words. And if you're a ghost who can read minds, you don't want to hear what I have to say about you. My brain is saying those things most of the time anyway. Even about living people. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. So then, um, on multiple occasions, she's heard the sounds of people making coffee in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, it's the ghost of Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. You're pulling an interstellar and going back in time and then like... Exactly. See, Anna was right. It's all about time travel. Yes. Aliens. You know, when they time traveled yep. and then... Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let her live that down. No. But yeah, so she hears like the exact sounds of someone making coffee in the kitchen and it's just her and my dad here when that have happened. I wasn't here. And my dad wakes up at 5 a.m. to go outside on his tractor. And he's out from 5 a.m. to, like, 6 p.m. playing on his tractor. Um, so she's... Just playing just on playing his around, tractor. Just playing around. Being a silly, goofy guy. Um, and she's, like, checked with him multiple times and, like, gone down and looked. And it's not him. He's not in the kitchen. But she'll lay there awake at, like... 7 a.m. hearing the cutlery drawer open, the tinkling of cutlery, the door no. opening to the cupboard, a glass coming down. Like, no. Like the exact sounds. And she's also, I, I believe she's hurt, or not hurt, she's like smelled coffee and been like, Dave mm. made coffee. And then went to go get some and there wasn't any. Oh, do you know how disappointing it would be if I woke up and I was like, oh, Connor made coffee? And then went downstairs to find out that it was a fucking ghost. Oh, yeah. And there was no coffee? Well, these these ghosts have done that with Devastated. breakfast, too. My mom has woken up and been like, oh, I smell eggs and bacon. And she was like, Dave made breakfast. That's so sweet. Goes downstairs. House is empty. He's been outside <laughs> since 6 a.m. She goes up to him and says, did you make eggs and bacon this morning? Like, it smells like eggs and bacon. And he's like, I had a yogurt. Like, wasn't me. <laughs> and I don't eat meats, and I wasn't here, so it's not me. What a what a tease. So, like, yeah, these ghosts are just, like, making breakfast every morning. But it's... Love it. It's, that has also happened to her multiple times. She smells breakfast, and she knows, like, she just doesn't go down now, because she knows there's nothing there. <laughs> but, like, I'd say the most... 
upsetting, nerve-wracking one was one that happened. She called me while I was with you, right, Kate? To tell me that about this one, the um, the candle. Oh yes, uh, I was gonna say you're gonna need to be more specific. I forgot that you weren't looking at the document. I was. <laughs> um, so my mom had called me and she was like, "You'll never guess what happened," and so she was asleep in her bed, and door closed, window closed, no fan on, no AC on. Dog is asleep next to her, uh, on the bed, um, and she sort of was, like, like, awake. She was laying awake with her eyes closed, and she suddenly felt something, and she Mm -hmm. specifically says no bad vibes, but she felt like someone was standing behind her, and I already hate that, but she said... It was so strong that she was scared to open her eyes. Like, she was scared to move. I was like, I don't like that. And then she said she heard the candle rattle on her dresser. And it was, like, the exact sound. Like, as if somebody, like, swirled it. Like, oh, hold on. I need to make the sound. I have a candle right here. (laughs) I can make the sound. Oh, God. Um... So, like, for example, it sounded like this. Did you hear that, Kate? I did, and I didn't like it. So it had sounded as if somebody had, like, lifted it up and did a little jiggle with it. And (laughs) hence the preface of no window open, no fan, no mice. They killed all the mice. (laughs) Um, No dog. Alone in the room, we think. (laughs) So... What was that? There wasn't an earthquake. Nothing shook. So, like, what was that? And then she said it it felt like someone was there until she fell asleep. And she did not check because she was so nervous. And then when she woke up, it was gone. No, see, I don't, um, I don't like that. Mm -mm. And I would prefer to not, uh, to not know that. Because, like, I have had occasional, like, sleep paralysis where I feel like somebody is watching me and I'm too scared to look. Ooh, I just remembered one specifically. I had a dream that there was someone standing in my doorway. And then I woke up and I had my eye mask on and I opened my eyes and I was like, there is someone in my doorway. I had full pins and needles all over my body, goosebumps cold my throat was tight my stomach was tight and I was like somebody's in my doorway I'm gonna look out and someone's gonna be an axe murderer and kill me and then I did and there was nobody there but it was like that feeling of like someone is <laughs> and then there. I did and there was an axe murderer and I did die <laughs> yeah but just yeah that one I was like that's what made me want to do this episode I was like can I please write this down because that is spooky and that's all I got. <laughs> I I say that as if this wasn't one of our longer episodes lately. <laughs> yeah. Um, We've had a lot to I say. Think, I think, yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. I think we have 
a lot of experiences that have led us to want to do this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I enjoy talking about them and hearing about them because it makes me feel a little bit closer to the show itself. Mm -hmm. Um, As unfortunate as it is that we have to experience paranormal things in order for that to happen. Hey, Um, as someone who wants to believe in something after death, I'm saying like, go for it. (laughs) Just don't scare me. I already believe in it. Give stop giving shit to me. Give it to Jamie. Yeah, like if you can give me some like not scary experiences, like if you could just have somebody like someone standing in. Actually, no, no, no. I don't want no. that. No, <laughs> that um, sounds horrendous. I don't know. Just like not scary, <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah, I can't even I, think um... of something. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, I got nothing. That, that was very Canadian. Yeah, no, want. yeah. Uh. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, no, yeah, bud. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I'll are. see if I can uh, make it. Yeah, no, I can't yeah, make no. it. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, yeah, no, I don't... We're outroing, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. Um, but yeah, I think as unfortunate, like I've never had, well, aside from being stuck in the bathroom and that aspect of things, I haven't really had a negative experience and I'm very grateful for that because Mm. I don't want that at all, Mm -mm. but I'm interested in hearing other people's perspectives on our experiences. Mm. I'm interested in hearing other people's personal experiences because you never really know what's going to be significant to somebody. Like, think about your story about the wasp. Yeah. Like, to you, that was a big thing. Like, you knew that there was a story about your grandpa and the wasp. There was, like, a connection there. Whereas if I saw a wasp, I'd shit myself and run. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's all about You'd perspective. Go, a wasp. And ah. personal. Yeah, Exactly. Um, but it's about that personal experience and sort of the connection to spirituality and, and to the world around us and the potential worlds that are in between us. Yeah. And I just think that's really cool. Beautifully said. Yeah. Thank you. It is it is the alcohol that is helping me become so eloquent. Yeah. Said all writers throughout history. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um but yeah like i said at the beginning i would love to hear and not just not just me i will say for jamie and i Mm -hmm. we would love to hear your personal experiences yes so if you would like to share some spooky stories of your own feel free to send us an email at creepsandcoffee at gmail.com feel free to follow us on twitter so you can follow along with the shitstorm that is our our lives right now um Mm -hmm. our twitter and our instagram are both at creeps and coffee i think twitter is creeps and coffee instagram is creeps and coffee i still can't get the same username on both i'm furious about it i will not move on Hmm. um if you would like to help support the show and help help us with our caffeine fueled recording sessions and also i'm homeless if anyone wants to to also that Uh, i'm about to be Uh, i'm applying for a loan as we speak um you can follow us and check us out on our buy me a coffee which is buymeacoffee.com slash creeps and coffee 
where we will be giving updates on episodes and blog posts because we have a blog. Mm-hmm. Um, and all Check that out our stuff. latest blog, Milk Transfusions. <laughs> <laughs> um, our YouTube is slowly being caught up with our back catalog, so we're getting that up there for you guys too if you want to check that out. Um, but yeah, we are just super excited to be connecting with you guys more uh, in any way that we can, mm. uh, in a way that I can safely do it, in a way that Jamie can do it without imploding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just, we're doing our best here, and we are happy to have you guys along for the ride. Yeah. Hopefully in life and death, you're stuck with us. Yeah, we'll continue the podcast after we die, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First podcast to ever come from beyond the grave. <laughs> we'll call it Ghost Hosts. That's hard to say. We will not call or it Or we can switch the name to Corpses and Cappuccinos, because we will be dead. Hmm. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> <laughs> is produced and edited by us, Kate and Jane. Our theme music is Stuck in a Hole by Dated. For more information on where to find them, check out the link in our show notes. And to connect with us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Creeps and Coffee.